Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, people. <laughs> Sage is behind the camera dancing right now. Instead of in front of the camera dancing. Um, well, let's see. Somebody forgot to turn off the sound. I'm gonna wait just a couple minutes and let let you let you jump on. If while you jump on, you guys, please be sure and say hello so I know that you are watching and I can greet you. Amen. Hi. <laughs> Sage is just like, in, why don't you just come sit up here with me? <laughs> no, no, sir, don't you do it. Oh, see, that's why. So I said, don't do it. Now I'm all crooked in the screen. Aloha, Linda, from Littlefield, Texas. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good morning, Keala. Hallelujah. Good to see, <laughs> good to see you. See? Why you just come sit. You're interrupting the broadcast. Just may as well come sit over here, sir. <laughs> Aloha, David. God bless you, brother. Good to see you this morning. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Sage will come join us a little bit later instead of dancing behind the camera. Maybe he won't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's just going to make comments on the other side <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the house. Good morning, Dana Santiago from Pahala. All right, girl. Pahala in the house. Okay. Listen, I hope everybody's having a good week. We are in Tuesday of this week. Can you guys believe that we are on the last day of November? We are coming into December. That just blows me away how quick, uh, well, how quick this month went, but how quick the year. I'm not, I feel like I'm still trying to get prepared for 2021. I mean, I feel like I should still be in 2020. I feel like we've lost... We've been losing years, been discombobulated. I have to ask my daughter. I asked her the other day, I was like, how old are you? And she's like 20. And I'm like, I don't even know how I lost a whole year, but I did. And it's it, it kind of trips me out. Good morning, uh, Desiree and Gilbert from Arizona. Good, good morning, good morning. God bless you guys. Um, so yeah, that's insane to me, you guys, but listen, today is going to be the best day you can be expecting. Amen. Good morning, Maria. Good to see you, sister. I miss you guys too. I'm, re I'm really hoping we'll see Lord willing, uh, that we can be there at the beginning of the year. Or so, so, uh, good morning, Auntie Kehal. Good morning. You know, good morning, Paul. Good to see you, my friend. God bless you in, in Alamosa. I heard it's been cold. I don't miss it. So you, you soak up all that cold for me, okay? <laughs> Auntie Kehau, um, you need to come talk to Sage. He's being kolohe. So you need to come get him, okay? <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, you guys, I hope we're ready. I hope you're ready for the word. Happy 50th birthday. Is that today? My goodness, my my friend Lay, she's 50 today. Today's her jubilee year. So happy birthday to Lay. Uh, good morning, Rodney. Good morning, good morning. 
God bless you, my brother. Your wife just dropped off Sage's phone just uh, just like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> awesome. Amen. Well, listen, you guys. Let's go ahead and start. I want to start in prayer. We're just going to see what the Holy Ghost has in store for today. Amen. Um. Usually I have Sage start in prayer, but since he's not with me, I guess it's, I guess it's just, it's just me. Sage! Sage, I miss you. <laughs> good morning, Maya. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Anthony. Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and start. We're going to pray. Father, we just thank you. We praise you and we glorify you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your love and your mercy. Holy Spirit, we just invite you onto this broadcast. We say, have your way, have your way, have your way. We open our hearts to receive, and we just thank you, Father. No weapon forged or formed against the word will prosper. We let it go into the heart, Lord. Let it go into good soil, Father. And I just thank you for, for your word, your precious word coming forth, Lord, to do heart surgery, to edify us, to exhort us, to encourage us. We thank you, we praise you, and we give you the glory in all things. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. So let's go and let's open our Bibles to Hebrews. And I'm sorry, to Hebrews, to Romans. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. And we're going to start in verse 1 in Romans chapter 8. So I'm going to pull, I'm going to have my, my passion translation ready. And I'm going to have, um, of course, my new King James here. That's the one that I usually study out of. And, uh, of course, I like to make the comparison in the passion translation. So I'm going to pull that up for a second. Okay. All right, so Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 1, says this. It says, there, there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life of Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. I got to read that one more time. Good morning, Rose. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ, hallelujah, <laughs> has made me free from the law of sin and death. You know, I was reading that verse at the beginning of the year when we were in Colorado, man, and the Holy Ghost just hit me as I was reading that. It literally felt like, like I literally felt like it was like a deposit going into my spirit. And I just started laughing and laughing because we are free, you guys. We have been made free, amen? We don't sit under under the law. We don't sit under rules and regulations anymore. We sit under uh, the new covenant, which is, is grace, which is life, which is this, the life of the spirit, which is freedom, amen? Of course, in that, we don't use our freedom. We read that yesterday, or excuse me, I read that Sunday, but, you know, we don't use our freedom, and that's in Galatians. We don't use our freedom to sin. We know that. 
but we are made free. We are made free in Christ Jesus. Amen. We no longer sit under the law of sin and death. Do you know, good morning, Dom. Do you know that uh, John G. Lake actually had a revelation of that word? It seems like a simple scripture. It seems like it doesn't, you know, maybe can just easily go over your head. But you know that it was through that scripture that John G. Lake had a revelation that he no longer operates or lives under the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. That now he operates under the spirit of life in Christ. So, you know, so he, he had a revelation that sickness couldn't come upon him. Disease couldn't come upon him. It could not affect him. That is why they were able to take the bubonic plague, or I believe it was the bubonic plague that was breaking out in Africa, but they, were ta they would take the plague and they put the tissue or, or the substance of a dead man's lungs on his hand and examine it and it would die. The, the plague would die in his hand. Come on, you guys, that is powerful. The, through the revelation of one man through an, in the word of God, through the revelation that he had, through his faith in Christ, through his faith in the word of God, he had a revelation. And through that revelation, that revelation actually changed things in the natural. It, he was not bound or confined to the natural realm of, of sickness and disease. He now, he had the authority to change the natural circumstances so much so that the disease would die in his hand. God has given us that ability, each and every one of us, that we don't have to settle for what our natural circumstances say. Amen. We don't have to settle for the things that happen or go on around us, but God has given us the ability to change these things because according to his word, and I'm going to hold my place right there, according to his word in Luke, and it's in chapter 10, I believe, he's given us all authority, amen? Jesus has given us authority. He's given us authority through, his, through the body of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus. Jesus has given us that. So Luke chapter 10, uh, verse 19 says this. It says, behold, behold, I give you the authority. Who's that? Who is he talking to? I give you. He gives me. He gives you. Amen. I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all. Come on, somebody out there. Say all. Type in the comments all. Sage, what does all mean? All. all means all. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And over all the power of the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Even though it wasn't through this scripture, John G. Lake had a revelation of that. Amen. He had a revelation of that. That's right, Dom. All means all, my brother. He had a revelation of that in Romans chapter 8, verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. Come on. Do you know what, do you know what it means to be made free? It means and it, to be made free. Okay, let me, let me read this to you. It's L-U-T-H. 
Eleutherao. Eleutherao. And of course, that's Greek. And it says to liberate. Hallelujah. That's right, David. That's right. To liberate, acquit, set free, deliver. In the New Testament, the word is used, used exclusively for Jesus setting believers at liberty from the dominion of sin. See, come on, you guys. When you were when you were still lost and in the world, when you didn't have relationship with Christ, you actually had, were in bondage to sin. You didn't even have the option to be free. You may have thought you were free, but you weren't free because you were still in slavery to sin. You know, First Peter talks about that. It talks about whatever you yield to you or excuse me, whatever you yield to or whatever you give way to in your life actually has is a, is a master over your life. If you're giving way to sin, you know, sin has mastery over your life. So when we were in the world, right, we were enslaved to sin. So we didn't even have the ability to be free. But now that Jesus has come, hallelujah, we have freedom. Jesus has set us free. He paid the ransom that we could never pay. He paid the price that we could never pay. Amen. And now we have the ability to live <laughs> to live in the in in the spirit of life in Christ. Did not Jesus say that I came to give him life and life abundant? Amen. In fact, you know what? I'm going to pull that scripture up. Let's go there. Let's pull that scripture. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So let's go there. That's John 10, 10. Let's go to John 10, 10. And if somebody wants to punch in where we're going in the comments, that would be amazing. John 10, 10 says... Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, you guys. Jesus has set us free totally and completely. Amen. Hallelujah. It says this. It says the thief come does the thief does not come except the thief does not come except to kill, steal and destroy. But I have come. This is Jesus talking, right? But I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. See, Jesus came to give us abundant life. Amen. He, he's the author of life. The, and John, it also says, it says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Amen. Nobody comes to the Father except through Him. Hallelujah. He has given us the ability to walk in complete and total freedom through His blood, through His body, through His Spirit. Thank you, David. Amen. So come on. He has now given us abundant life. Good morning, Lisa. <clears throat> So, so think about that. What does that mean to have an abundant life that he came to give, to give life and have it more abundantly? I mean, we're living while our flesh is alive. We're alive. We're breathing, right? We're breathing. So what does that mean? I've come to that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Let me tell you what that word abundantly is. It's per, um, perisos. And of course, that's Greek, Greek as well. And it's super, super abundance. 
excessive, overflowing, <laughs> surplus, <laughs> over and above, more than enough, profuse, extraordinary, above, listen to this, above the ordinary, above the ordinary, more than sufficient, hallelujah. Come on, so when the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death, amen, we are free, you guys. We are free. Who the Lord sets free is free indeed. Amen. So we no longer need to live in bondage to sin. We no longer need to live busted and disgusted. We no longer need to live depressed, oppressed, beat up, right? We no longer need to live this way. That be, That's right, Dom. We no longer need to live in fear. We no longer need to live, you know, anxious, but we now can live in that super abundant life, amen? That above normal life, amen? We can live, hallelujah, in complete and total freedom, in the life flow of Christ. That is what he, that's what he paid for, amen? That's what he paid for, for you and for me, that we can live in the super abundance. It's that same revelation that John G. Lake had that brought, you know, that, that kept sickness and disease from him, that he actually saw disease die in his very hand. It's that same revelation that will bring us into every area of breakthrough in our life, that will bring us into health in our body, that will bring us into freedom in our mind, that will bring freedom, hallelujah, in our hearts. It's that same revelation that John G. Lake that will bring freedom for us in every area. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm going to read this from the Passion Translation. So, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to read verse one and, uh, and two. It says, so now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union. Hallelujah. With Jesus, the anointed one for the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liber liberated us. Listen, I got to read that again. For the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. Come on. We have been liberated and set free from the law of sin and death. Do you guys know what that means? Have you looked at the curse in Deuteronomy 28? Have you looked at what we've been redeemed from? Man, I wanna, I'm gonna go there. 
Because I, I, you got to see this. This is sometimes we think, okay, yeah, that's great. Do you understand what you've been redeemed from? Do you understand what you've been set free from? You've been redeemed from the law of the curse of sin and death. You no longer have to die prematurely with sickness and disease. You no longer have to die in poverty. You no longer have to die in depression and torment of the mind and anxiety. You no longer have to die in these things or live in this manner. That's what a lost and dying world without Christ lives in. That's what they live in. We as believers don't have to live in that. Amen. We can now live in freedom. Hallelujah. Of Jesus. Hallelujah. We now have Jesus that we in The Bible says in him, we live and move and have our being. It's in him, in Christ, as we abide in Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, that's where our freedom is. Listen to this. Deuteronomy verse 28. I encourage you guys to read that whole chapter when you get an opportunity because it's powerful. It talks about the blessings of, of serving the Lord when, when you're obedient. And it also talks about the curses. And it's so, listen, it's good to know what you've been redeemed from. Amen. This is the, the, this was the curse, the curse of disobedience. If you do not obey the voice of the Lord, your God and carefully obey it. Okay. So verse 16, curse shall you be in the city? Curse shall, shall you be in the country? Curse shall be your basket, your fruit of your body. Curse shall you be when you come and you go. The Lord, I'm going to jump to verse 21 because I'm just skimming this. The Lord will make the plague to cling to you until it has consumed you from the land. He will strike you with consumption, with fever, inflammation, with severe burning fever, with the sword scorching, with mildew. With, they shall pursue you until you perish. I mean, listen, you guys, that is what we've been redeemed from. Um, the boils, it talks about boils being a part of the curse. Sickness and disease are a part of the curse, but we don't have to live under that anymore. Hallelujah. Shefa in Hebrew, abundance. Amen. Abundance. Come on, we get to live in that abundance in Christ Jesus because he has made a way for us that no longer do we have to live in sin, but we can live free. Listen to this. I'm going to continue to read it. For what this verse three of Romans chapter eight, for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. Hallelujah. Uh, Romans chapter eight, verse three. Oh, oh, uh, I actually was read just reading out of Deuteronomy 28, uh, Desiree, that whole chapter. It's starting in verse um, 16 is where I was talking about the curses, but you should read the whole chapter. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on the account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. Hallelujah. Come on. Amen, Maria. Amen, amen. Amen. One year. Hallelujah. God bless you, my sister. And to many more years, Maria. Let's see. Okay, so uh, 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 verse 4. That the righteous, the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit, right? 
For those who live according to the flesh set their mind on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their, thing, their mind on things of the Spirit. Amen? For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You know, that's why it's so important. It's talking about we have been redeemed. Going back to verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life of Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. It's life in Christ, right? That's the key word, life in Christ. As you're in Christ, good morning, Asher. As you're in Christ, in him you live and move and have your being. Amen. It's life is found in him. So let's see. I'm going to go to Galatians from there. Galatians. Chapter, I think chapter 3 here is where I'm going. Galatians chapter 3. Actually, nope, we're going to go to Galatians 5, chapter 5, verse 16. You know, that's why everything is found in Christ, you guys. It's found in Christ. As we walk in him, as we walk in the spirit, because the spirit is the spirit of life and liberty, right? The spirit of life, right? That, so as we walk in the spirit, good morning, Juanita. Amen. That's where we see the freedom. That's where we find our purpose. That's where, we, we, when, where we're led by the spirit of God. That's where we walk in freedom. When we walk in the spirit of God. So Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says this. I say then, walk in the spirit. Good morning, Rachel. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Whew. Walk in the spirit that you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. What does that look like to walk in the spirit? That looks like yielding yourself to the spirit of God. That looks like every day saying, Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you. This is your temple. You have your way. You lead me today, Holy Spirit. I yield to you. I yield my heart to you. I yield my emotions to you. I yield my mind to you. And I choose to say yes to you every day. Amen. That's walking in the spirit. Hallelujah. Walking in the spirit. So I'm going to read this out of the passion. Galatians 5.16. Let me emphasize this. As you yield to the dynamic life, you guys see, you've been given dy dynamic life, amen? As you yield to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. What? And I'm going to see the little note on that one. When your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit, you hinder him from living free within you. Isn't that amazing? The Holy Spirit wants to live free in you. He wants to live free in us. Amen. And the Holy Spirit's intense cravings hinder your self-life from dominating you. 
So then the two incompatible and conflicting forces within you are your self-life of the flesh and the new creation life of the spirit. I'm going to read verse 18. But when you yield to the life of the spirit, you will no longer be living under the law, right? We just read that in Romans chapter 8 verse 2. But when you yield, come on, say yield out there. Type in yield on the other side of the screen. But when you, you know what? Listen, if you're like me, I like to break things down because I really, I, I like to really grasp things. So I want to see what yield, what the word yield is. Let's look at the definition of yield. Amen. Yield. So what does it mean to yield? It means to give up possession of of a of on claim or demand such as to surrender or relinquish the physical control of another to hand over to hand over possession to give oneself to an inclination a temptation or a habit right that's that's in a negative context but you get the idea to relinquish one's possession of something to surrender, to submit, ha, hallelujah, to give or render as fitting. Come on, you guys. That is what, what it means to yield, to yield. So when we're yielding to the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, we are literally giving ourselves over to the Holy Spirit and His control. We're relinquishing everything to Him. So again, Galatians uh, 5 verse 18, what I just read, when you yield to the, to the life of the Spirit, you will no longer be living under the law, but soaring above it. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. And listen. So then I'm going to go back to Romans verse 8 chapter or excuse me, chapter 8 verse 2. After reading yield and after reading that, we got to we got to go back to that. Good morning, Keisha. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. <laughs> As you yield to the Holy Spirit, you guys, you are made free from the law of sin and death. Do you get that? Do you get, I'm just like, I, I don't know about you guys, but that revelation is starting kind of to settle in even for me, even more so. Man, as, as you yield to the Holy Spirit, you are now operating out of a different realm, out of a supernatural realm that no longer do you have to operate out of the natural realm, but you now live and move and have your being under the supernatural realm, you guys, that no longer do you have to fear or be afraid of a virus no longer do you have to worry, but now you can have confidence in God and Jesus and his word 
knowing that you've been redeemed from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah, that you're not going to go under, that you're not going to die, that you're not going to fall, that you're not going to sink, that you're not going to succumb to these things, but you now have been made alive through the law of the spirit of life in Christ because he came to give you life and life abundant. Amen. That's right, David. That's right. That's why he says that's why it's been it's been being called born again. Because you've been given a new life. Because you've been made a new creation. Because even though you're in this world, you're not of it. And you now operate by a different law. You don't operate by the natural law anymore. You operate by the supernatural. Amen. You operate by the, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. You operate by the Holy Ghost. Amen. <clears throat> Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Shh. Come on. You guys, listen. Is this making sense? Think about that. Think about that. That's a Selah moment. Amen? Oh, you're, you mean to tell me that even though I'm here in the natural, that I actually don't have to tolerate sickness and disease, that I actually don't have to tolerate mental torment, that I don't actually have to yield, right? We just read the definition. I don't have to yield to these things, but I now can yield to the Holy Spirit and operate by a super abundant life. Amen. <laughs> Shoo, come on, I'm preaching to myself. I preach myself happy over here. <laughs> Who? You mean that I can operate according to the word in John 10:10? 10, 10? I can operate out of the super abundant life that now has been given to me and purchased. Hallelujah. Is that what you mean? Come on, that is exactly what I mean. I have, um, Jesus said, I'm going to say it again. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I gave you the definition. One of the definitions was above the ordinary. You don't have to live an ordinary life, but you can now live above the ordinary because Christ, amen, lives and moves and, and, and because you live and move and have your being in him because he now lives on the inside of you. Because you now operate by a different law. You now operate by a different realm. You now operate by a different spirit. It does not mean, you guys, that the enemy doesn't come and try. It doesn't mean that he doesn't try to oppress us. It doesn't mean that he doesn't try to press us with sickness or, or mental torment or harassment. All it means is, guess what, devil? According to Luke chapter, uh, you know, Luke chapter 10, verse, I think, what would I say? Verse 19. Luke chapter 10. I'm going to go back there. Verse 19 says, and you can remind the devil of this. Oh, I'm in, thir I'm in 13 here. My bad. Let me get over here. 
Remind the devil of the word. That's what Jesus did when he was tempted. He reminded the devil of the word of God. Amen. You can tell the devil. Jesus has given me authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And, and nothing by any means shall hurt me. And you can tell the, dev the devil, devil, the enemy is you. And he's given me authority over you. He's given me all power over you. And his word says nothing by any means is going to hurt me. So devil, you're defeated. I have authority over you. You got to go back to hell from where you came. I bind you from operating on my life. I bind you from operating on my body. I bind you from operating on my mind. You got to go in the name of Jesus. And you take authority over that devil. Tell him to go and he has to go. Amen. He has to submit. He has to bow to Jesus. He has to bow to the word of God. Amen. So you tell him, you tell him to shut up. So listen, you guys, you've been given authority. You are no longer, come on, just, that's right, Sage is running around here. <laughs> You no longer need to operate under the under the natural stuff. You no longer need to tolerate this stuff anymore. And I listen, I want to encourage you guys today today purpose in your heart that you will not tolerate for a second more the harassment of the devil, whether it's mental harassment through fear, through anxiety, through depression, through oppression, or whether it's you know, him oppressing your body, trying to place sickness on you. You know, it, listen, you stand strong on the word of God. Sage went through something in his body that, you know, for nine months, for nine months, do we wish it would have immediately left? Absolutely. And it kind of pissed me off that it didn't. But guess what? We kept standing on the word. We kept standing on the word. We kept standing on the word. And you know what? That thing broke and it finally left. Thank you, Jesus. And he was healed. Hallelujah. So listen, you stand on the word of God and you keep reminding. I don't care how long it takes. You keep reminding that devil, amen, that he is defeated and he has to go. You know, I remember uh, uh, Paul, um, Ariano, I remember when he came and said he was dealing with issues in his body. And I looked at him and I, we prayed over him and I said, you know what? That thing has to go. It does not have place in your body. It was diabetes, right? And it kept telling him, every time I see you, I'm going to pray over you. I'm going to rebuke that thing and it has to go. And we kept doing that and kept praying and kept praying. And what happened, right, Paul? What happened? One morning he came back and he said, guess what? I went to my doctor and the doctor said it's not there anymore and it must have healed itself. So listen, you keep speaking the word. You keep taking authority. You keep praying over these things until they go. Amen. Hallelujah. Right? Then my, my, my friend Paul, the Lord touched his body. You, you, you resist the devil. Amen. You resist See, because the devil will try to get you to think that he has a right to stay, that he has a right to your body.
that he has a right to your mind, that he has a right to your finances, that he has a right to access your family. You tell that devil to shut up and you tell him to go back to hell. You take authority over him. You remind him through the word of God that you have the, the power over him, that you've been given authority over him and that by, by no means will any of that harm you because that's what Jesus said and you believe Jesus over the devil amen because we know according to the word of God his all he does is lie his native tongue is lying so he's a liar from the beginning so you know what to listen I've done this before when the devil tries to come and will use sickness when he tries to come press you with sickness and you just tell him devil you're a liar and you can just laugh at him. I, yeah, I know that you're lying to me now and he's trying to speak. You're, you're not well, you're sick. Oh, something's really wrong with your body. You can laugh and tell him, devil, you shut up. I know you're lying because <laughs> the word of God says that you were a liar from the beginning. So I know the opposite is true. <laughs> Amen. That I'm healed, that I'm healthy, that I'm whole. Hallelujah. You tell him to shut up because anything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. So you automatically know the opposite is true. No, I'm actually healthy. I'm actually whole. I'm actually healed. Oh, you're never going to make it. Oh, you know, you, you, you got to be in fear of everything. Cause you know, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. You know, you tell fear to shut up. You tell anxiety to shut up. No, Jesus has given me peace. You foul devil. You're lying again. Shut up. I take authority over you. I bind you in Jesus name. Amen. We as believers, you guys operate out of a different realm out of a different law. In fact, I'm going to pull up, let's see, let me pull up this scripture. Let's see, in, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So let's go back to John chapter 17. John chapter 17. And we're going to start in verse 16, and I'm going to wrap it up with this. Amen. John 17. Hallelujah. Verse 16 says this. Of course, this was Jesus as he was praying for us. Amen. This is Jesus as he was praying for us to the Father. And then, uh, you know what? I'm going to start in verse 9. Why not? And this is Jesus. He says, come on, come on. That's right, guys. I pray for them. This is John chapter 17, starting in verse 9. I pray for them. And then Jesus saying, I do not pray for the world, but I pray for those whom you've given to me. That's us as sons and daughters. Amen. Isn't that, isn't that comforting? You guys, isn't it? Listen, I, this is just a side note. Isn't it comforting to know that Jesus is before the Father interceding for us day and night, that we have a great intercessor interceding for us on our behalf day and night. Listen, if you have Jesus himself interceding for you before the Father, 
What do we have to worry about? What do we have to fear? Isn't that beautiful? I just think that's a beautiful picture. In verse 10, and all mine are yours and yours are mine and I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world and I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those who you've given to me that they may be one as we are one. Amen. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name and those whom you gave to me, I have kept. And none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have joy fulfilled in themselves. Verse 14, I have given them your word. Hallelujah, thank God for the word, amen. And the word... And the world has hated them because they are not of this world. They are not of this world. But he says, they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. And verse 15 says, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Listen, Jesus is praying to the Father that we be kept from the evil one. We are not of this world just as he is not of this world. Amen? So listen, what does that mean? That means, you guys, that we now operate out of a different realm. We operate Grasp this, what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying, you guys. Because if you get this revelation, you're not going to be worried about the natural things that you see. Amen? You are not of this world. You do not belong to this world. This world is not your home. It's not your home. You don't belong here. This is not your home. You're just a sojourner. You're just a stranger passing through. Amen. So if you are not of this world, what does that mean? If you are born of the kingdom of heaven, what does that mean? That means that you are not, you are a citizen of heaven. You're not a citizen of, of, of the United States. I mean, you know, in the natural, you're not a citizen of this world. You're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, which means you now operate out of a different realm, you guys. You now operate out of a different kingdom. You now live out of a different realm and live out of a different kingdom. So again, I'm going to read this now and I'm going to wrap it up. Romans chapter 8, verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. <laughs> I'm going to read that one more time. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. That no longer do I need to live under the bondage of sin. No longer do I need to be concerned about death because you can't kill me. Hallelujah. 
because I've been redeemed from the curse of the law of sin and death. And then again in Galatians chapter 5 verse 18, when you yield to the life, listen, when you yield to the life of the Spirit, you will no longer be living under the law, under the law of what? The law of sin and death, but soaring above it. Hallelujah. That's like, that's like my job. That's like a Selah moment. Just think about that. So what does that mean, you guys? That means that we have victory in all things. That means that we don't need to worry about a thing. That means that God has made a way for us. And it's a place of victory. That he's made a way of victory for us. He's made a way in every situation, in every circumstance. Amen. As we as we yield to the spirit of life in Christ, as we abide in the, to, to the spirit of life in Christ, we are free from sin and death and sickness and disease. And we don't need to give way to these things for one second longer. We don't need to live in these things for one second, not, not one second longer, but we've now been made free. Hallelujah. You have victory and freedom in every area of your life in every area of your life amen hallelujah so take heart take heart be confident in the word of god be confident in jesus that he's not a man that he should lie amen but he's interceding for you and he's already made a way for you as you yield to his spirit as you give way to his spirit right we read the definition of yield as you follow him you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to worry about because he's already given you authority over all darkness, over every enemy, over all sickness and disease. He's given you authority over these things, amen, that no longer do you have to tolerate them in your life, amen? Hallelujah. So we can take heart. We got the victory, you guys. Come on. We got the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You got the victory, Sage? I got the victory. I got the victory. Amen. You can say that to yourself. Say it. I got the victory. <clears throat> I got the victory. I got the victory. I got the victory. I got the victory. Amen. I got the victory. <laughs> I got the victory. There's a dance in me. I got the victory. I got the victory. He's dancing on the other side. I got the victory. I got a dance in me. Amen. Amen. Ooh. Amen. So listen, I want to I want to tell you guys this. <clears throat> That's right. I got the victory. You know, maybe you're watching this broadcast you guys and and maybe you're like, "Man, I don't even know how to get that victory. Well, listen, the only way that you have victory in this life is through Christ Jesus. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the Bible says that he, he overcame the world. 
And he actually tells his followers, take heart for I've overcome the world. Amen. <laughs> I started typing the music emojis knowing he was going to start singing. <laughs> they knew you were going to start singing, Sage. <laughs> so listen, Jesus is the one who's overcome the world through his body, through his blood. So we now take heart that he's overcome the world. Amen. Our confidence is in him. Our victory is through him. So maybe you're watching and you're like, I don't know Jesus. I don't have relationship with him. Or maybe you're watching and you're like, you know what? I was serving the Lord at one time and something happened that just threw you off course. And you're not serving the Lord like you used to. You're not on fire for the Lord. You're not, you're not pressing in, but you're in fact, maybe just living like the rest of the world. Well, listen, if that's you, you guys, we're going to pray this prayer. Amen. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. And so, you know, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you and for you. And I want to encourage you that Jesus is the only way. The Bible says that he's the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. In him, we live and move and have our being. So I want to pray with you and we're just going to pray this prayer together. Amen. So let's just pray this together. I just want you to say this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you that you lived and died and rose again for me. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you, Lord, cleanse me of unrighteousness. And Father, I ask for you to come into my heart and be Lord of my life. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Give me a burden for the lost and a hunger and thirst for the things of righteousness. I thank you, Lord. Today, everything changes. And I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, I am saved. I am free. And I'm on my way to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, if you prayed that prayer with your whole heart and you meant it, the Bible says that you are saved. Amen. So I want to encourage you guys, if you prayed that prayer um, at the bottom of the screen in the comments, type in I did. We want to connect with you. We want to send you some ebooks through through email. Um, or you can just type in your email address in the comments. That would be fine too. We want to connect with you, send you some ebooks, and just tell you welcome to the family. Amen. And so, hallelujah. That's right. That's right, Dom. And so, listen, you guys, super excited. A couple announcements I have for you. We have some things coming up this week starting Wednesday, which is tomorrow. Can you believe that? <laughs> starting tomorrow. Tomorrow night at 6 p.m., we are kicking off another healing school, hallelujah, in Ocean View. So we're going to be at Hope Diamond Ministries. Amen, Keisha. Amen. We're going to be at Hope Diamond Ministries, 6 p.m., Ocean View. 
We're kicking off another healing school. Listen, the last one was powerful, was phenomenal, you guys. And people got touched, people got delivered, people got healed. Um, one of the ladies even haven't had an encounter with Jesus while she was on the floor. So you know what? Come, come and expect an encounter with Jesus because I guarantee he's going to encounter you. Amen. You're going to have an encounter. So Make sure that you get there if you're dealing with issues in your body, if you're dealing with anxiety, depression, oppression, or just can't seem to break through in a certain area of your life, make sure that you get there. Amen. And I promise the Lord is going to touch you. Hallelujah. So that starts tomorrow, it's, um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which is the first, second, and third, um, 6 p.m. Hope Diamond Ministries, Ocean View. Get there. Amen. And then Saturday, we're going to be doing a soul winning training at, um, at uh, Hope Diamond Ministries as well. We're going to be doing a soul winning training. So if you want to learn how to do street evangelism and soul win on the street, come out. We'll teach you. And then we're going to go and do it. Amen. Amen, Juanita. Amen. I think Auntie K. Howe is going to try to come one night too. So I don't know if you need to carpool or, or whatnot, but uh, but I would love to see you there. Dom, a closer encounter? No, she saw Jesus. She When she was on the floor, she she saw Jesus and, and she touched his face. She had a heavenly encounter with the Lord. So get there, you guys. Super excited. And last, last announcement that I want to make. We have been mandated by the Holy Ghost to go around the island and to make a run around the island to preach the gospel. So uh, along with the healing schools. So listen, you guys, if you want to sow into souls, we would ask that you would ask the Lord if he would have you give and then be obedient to do it. Amen. S partner with us as we go for souls. Connect your seed to souls. Amen. And help us to expand the kingdom. There's no better way. Amen. Than connecting your seed to souls and expanding the kingdom as we go around the island. Of course, we do giveaways. You know, we do gift cards. We do these kind of, we, we do all kinds of stuff, right? So ask the Lord if he would have you give and then be obedient to give. You can give on the header of this video, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, or um, I'm going to try to punch it in the comment section. You can give in the comment section. Amen. So I'm excited, you guys. I'm excited. I am excited. He's still, amen, Juanita. He's still working in her every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be obedient, you guys. P come with us. Hey, listen, as we do things, we would also love the laborers. We would love the laborers. So if you want to come and you see an event coming up, um, ask us if we need help. We would love to have you with us. So let's go for souls. Hallelujah. And make sure you come out Wednesday. Be sure and share the broadcast, my friends. And be blessed. We love you guys. We love you. We bless you. Have a fantastic rest of your Tuesday. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Say bye, Sage. Bye, Sage. <laughs> love you guys. We'll see you guys later. Bye.